Hello everyone. I am your host Sharik Javed from German city of Munich and with me is Don Apwan from Washington. Hello Don. Hello. Thank you for joining the session. Uh, so today we will talk about very interesting topics. Uh, we have a very she has a very interesting story. We will hear the story and we will try to motivate everyone to change the mindsets and think about uh, developing new skills and we will also talk about entrepreneurship so i, I hand over i asked uh, dawn to tell her uh, story and introduce herself hi sharik yeah so excited to be here today and get to share a little bit of my story so i haven't always been an entrepreneur i always say i accidentally became an entrepreneur i didn't set out to do that I was a pastor with my husband for quite a few years, and then that situation went downhill. Um, it's a complicated, long story, but uh, it became very unhealthy for both of us. And um, another component of that was having my daughter, who is now four, but mm -hmm. at the time was just born. And that's really what became the catalyst for me to look into entrepreneurship. I was Googling work from home, like so many people do, um, and bought my first uh, digital marketing course. So I taught myself the skills using the online courses. Um, like I said, I was a pastor, so I didn't really have any online business building skills per se. Um, I was super non-techie. Uh, my husband, God love him, laughed out loud when I said I was starting an online yeah. business because I still don't know how to turn on the TV. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, when you set your mind to something, you can do anything you want. And so I just decided that I was going to build an online business and be able to resign from that ministry position and move my family um, out of that area and just basically start over life. And we were able to do that about 15 months ago now. So that's really interesting for the viewers who joined now. Uh, so we, we will tell you that uh, Dawn Apuan has joined us from Washington and she has a very interesting story. And she already had a very interesting profession, but in the middle of that, uh, he started feeling un uncomfortable about that. We will talk about that. It can happen to all of us that uh, situations change. But one thing that's important that it's never too late. Mm -hmm. You're about mind. You can uh, learn new skills. Uh, the motivation should be there. And it's the time now also, like in the time of lockdown, when we say we are at home, uh, we can utilize this time positively. So uh, tell us about your daily life, Don, that what are you doing these days and how are you motivating people and changing the lives of others? Yeah, so these days, my online business, I focus on entrepreneurs and helping them um, automate leads and sales in their business through copywriting and what's called funnels. So funnels are kind of like websites. They're an online system to gather names and email addresses. So mm -hmm. they build their email list and then can be talking regularly with that list and or it could be to build a Facebook group as you have done as well. Um, there's so many different things you can do, but I my specialty is the power of copywriting and um, being able to describe our message in a way that moves people. And, you know, the whole point, I think, of entrepreneurship is that we each have gifts. We each have amazing things that we can do 
to offer the world to impact and influence others. And yeah. so it's become my mission to help other people be able to communicate what they do in a way that reaches who they need to help. So, yes. so communication is very important. Uh, another mm -hmm. thing that we have um, in our audience, there are different kinds of people. Some are IT guys, some are restaurant owners, uh, all kinds of professions. So for our audience, can you um, explain entrepreneurship in an easy way? Because I know that, but not many people will be knowing. Oh, no. And audience can also ask questions in the in the comments, please. Yeah, so I look at entrepreneurship as you have a solution that solves a problem. And then in exchange for that solution and that value that you provide, you get money. So very simple, um, whatever gift you have to offer the world, whether it's, you know, like you mentioned, you have a lot of IT people or computer people, you know, maybe it's consulting or maybe it's helping someone with their systems um, or software, creating a new software program or an app or, you know, there's the infinite possibilities of what you can do based on the gift that you have and the knowledge that you have and just figuring out what, what problem in the marketplace can you solve yeah so in entrepreneurship um you can have new ideas and you find a solution but the big question mark often that comes is that uh, people are working uh, they are busy in daily routines sometimes they are bored but this jump from normal corporate sector normal jobs towards entrepreneurship it seems for many people very risky they like it they want to do it but they don't mm -hmm. find the courage to do it will you say on that? Uh, such a good question. And, you know, courage isn't the absence of fear, but it's really embracing fear as being an opportunity for something new. And, you know, I don't think you have to necessarily jump and risk everything right away. You know, I built a six-figure business while working full-time and having four kids and having a husband and maintaining a house. So, you know, you make time for what's important to you. And if it's important enough to you, then you will make the time. You know, I don't watch the news. I don't watch Netflix. I, uh, I stay focused. And I, what I did to make that happen is, you know, during the day I was obviously working a nine to five and then I was with uh, my little girl. And then when she would be in bed, that was my time. So I set aside two to three hours a night. Sometimes I would get up earlier than her in the morning. And I did that every day and I just stuck to that schedule. I committed to it. So if you're committed to making it happen, you absolutely can make it happen while you're still in your job. And especially right now, I mean, so many people right now are working from home. So you, you know, I don't feel like I have yeah. a ton more time because I already was from home, working from mm -hmm. home, but for so many people, mm -hmm. you're not commuting you know, maybe you're not getting full-time hours um, depending on what your job is. You might still be working 40 hours, but if you're not commuting, that's a little extra time. And then, like I said, you make the time. If you choose to watch Netflix or you choose to build a business, um, you're still making a choice. So right now yeah. I think is an amazing time to get started in business. Yeah, so that's really interesting and it's really motivating. So Dawn has four kids. And together with that, she had a full-time job, but she said, okay, now I will. I want to change. And she's had 
the passion and emotions actually so you gave up all kind of extra activities like watching television and watching movies and you started some online courses started to learn new things and explore the opportunities so before that the will should be there the motivation should be there right so yeah. for today for this time when everybody is at home you know uh, they are doing home office some have reduced hours uh, but we all know that the economy is really um uh, trembling at the moment so it's not really stable so this time we all have to use it very intelligently so that once this is over we are ready for the to stand uh, different from the crowd what will you so, say on that yeah absolutely i obviously we can't avoid the um what's happened with coronavirus and how it has affected the economy but the truth is it isn't the first time you know it's not the first recession it's not the first pandemic it's you look back in history and every time we get through it and it's really just going to be a question of how you get through it um are you going to crumble and fold because it you know seems too overwhelming or are mm -hmm. you going to really take this time to be committed to learning something new or um monetizing what it is that you already know how to do and that's key you know um maybe it's one course you need to take or maybe it's hiring a coach and the thing about the economy is we're part of that so if yes. if all of us are afraid to spend our money then we are also contributing to that decline in the economy and so mm -hmm. I've been very intentional about still supporting um, the small businesses that I generally yes. support, still having um, like I receive supplements and like things like that that I order online um, that I know support businesses and continuing to do those things because I know mm -hmm. that as we put money into the economy, we just keep it going. And I think um, I absolutely believe that entrepreneurs, um, as history has shown, entrepreneurs are the ones who are the leaders that really bring the economy back up. So I feel like we have an obligation to be selling, an obligation to be talking about our businesses, to yeah. still be serving, because to me, selling is serving. So right now, if, if you're interested in entrepreneurship or there's one particular skill that you know you need to have in order to make this business happen, then think carefully about how can you make it happen rather than looking at, oh my gosh, the economy is so bad or oh my gosh, I don't have money. Look at how can I make this happen? Yes. Um, you mm -hmm. know, there's, there's two ways of looking at it. Either you have the resources or you become resourceful. So, so this is the key word. make it happen? Mm -hmm. So either you have the resources or you become the resource. This is the thing that people will like. You can become a resource also. Uh, so, but it's also about uh, the mindset, right? So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, to, uh, to be able to think differently when everybody is talking about panic, uh, this coronavirus lockdown. So how to, the question is that, what I was also saying that, uh, how to build confidence in yourself and improve your communication communication skills. So. Uh, what will you uh, say on that? That's a great question. Number one, I say confidence is a choice. We choose every day um, to be confident, to have that love for ourselves. And I think that's something I personally have worked on for the last couple of years, loving myself and being confident. And again, it's it's a mindset, it's a choice, and it's kind of like muscles. If you um, are into health and fitness, or you know, just the fact that we get up every day and move our bodies um, allows us to keep 
our muscles working. So your mindset is the same way. You have to keep exercising your mindset. Um, tell yourself every day, I am brilliant at XYZ. I am confident. I'm beautiful. I love myself. Like all those things that are like a muscle. Your, your brain is a muscle. Your mindset is a muscle. So personal development is not a one and done thing. It's every day. I do affirmations every day. I do gratitude journaling every day. I do future pacing and visualization every day because you have to keep yourself in that mindset or else you will just get taken by this panic and fear tide. And I mean, I've definitely had my moments in the last couple of weeks where I've been like, oh no. <laughs> um, but it's a choice. It's a, it's a consistent choice to not give in to that fear, to instead have courage, to instead look, you know, again, we take history and see that it always passes. There's always a light at the end of the tunnel. We, we will get there. Um, you know, there's the, the dawn that comes after the night, right? Yes. Um, yeah. And so, Instead of looking at one person put it this way to me, and I thought it was a really good analogy. Um, I've never driven a race car, but um, I've driven a regular car. And I know mm -hmm. that when you're driving, you're not looking at, um, he said, when you're going around the racetrack and you're making the really tight curve at the end, um, you don't look at the wall. You look at the road ahead and where you want your car to be. If you look at the wall, you'll crash into it. Yes. And I feel like that is coronavirus. The wall is coronavirus and the economy and, you know, what's happening right now. If we look so we only at look, that and we're we watching the news, yeah, yeah you're going to crash into it. But if you can choose every day to look beyond, to look at what life can be after, then you're going to be the ones that make it yeah. through and that succeed. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, just to kind of recap on that confidence question, it's a choice every day. Do affirmations um, and things that help you, visualizations to become more confident. Read books that help with that. You know, books, you can get tons of books for free at the library or you know, there's, there's so many free resources now. There's really no excuse for not working on personal development every day because we have all of it at our fingertips, yeah. you know, on our phones, yeah. on our computers. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a relevant question to that. Uh, before that, I will, um, for the viewers who joined now, uh, so we have Dawn Apuan from uh, Washington, USA, and she is telling about changing the mindset. And everything is not well, but still we can change the mindset, our way of thinking, our way of thinking, and start something new. She is also motivating to become an entrepreneur, uh, to to be yourself, to find your skills, and this is the right time. Then uh, there is a coronavirus and lockdown. We can we have time to reflect on our strengths. Uh, so let's assume someone has already uh, decided. Okay, I want to be an entrepreneur. Okay. And then uh, there is a relevant question to that. How do you know that you exactly look for the platform on internet to sell your skill or start your entrepreneurship? Once uh, one important thing is intention and then, then where to start? Yeah, intention is key and mindset is key, believing that it's possible. Um, that's a tough question to answer without knowing what skill set you're talking about, because 
in a lot of ways, that will depend where you go. You know, you need yeah. to think about your audience. Where is your audience going to be? So in certain niches, certain sectors of the market, I would say be on LinkedIn or other areas, I would say be on Facebook or Instagram. Um, there's so much. The question uh, Sahar has asked, uh, so we can also ask her to write in the comments which exactly field she is uh, targeting. You can answer, uh, continue your answer. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Um, yeah, so it just depends what you need to think through really is where are your people? Where are the people hanging out that you want to serve? And then that determines where you go. And, you know, a huge mindset block for people is that you need money to make money. And it's just not true. You can find um, your people, you know, free platforms like Facebook. You can start a Facebook group and start getting people in without any money. You can, um, you know, have your presence on LinkedIn or be on Instagram and get a ton of organic traffic. I know so many entrepreneurs who have built six-figure businesses on Instagram. No paid ads, you know. There's a little bit of money if you're, you know, to have a website or for some of the tools that we use every month. Um, like I mentioned, I build funnels. So the funnel platforms, um, we pay a monthly fee for that. But um, people think it takes so much money. It's not like starting a McDonald's and needing to invest a million dollars to, you know, per like purchase the franchise and land and things like that. Like getting started online, you literally can get started for less than a thousand dollars us like it's it's such a low barrier entry that really it's up here yeah. this is the barrier can we right here. can we start with uh, sort of very basic examples uh, for example can we start with very basic few examples to get uh, to get the people thinking okay what can i start easily online uh, can you give a couple of examples what can you do maybe selling the dresses or something yeah. Sure. Yeah. So one entry point that I came through and that a lot of people um, do is what's called affiliate marketing. So in affiliate marketing, you sell other people's products or um, it could be selling things on Amazon or Etsy, something like that, where um, you don't have to create a product yet, but you learn the skills. Um, the very first course that I purchased was a digital marketing course where I learned how to build a funnel and a website and how to run Facebook ads. And then I ran Facebook ads to sell their product, which was an educational system on how to have your own online marketing business and how to market things online. So I sold that for the first year. Um, another example would be what we call MLMs, multi-level marketing here in the States. Um, and that could be essential oils or, you know, Beachbody shakes is a big one or isogenic um, shakes. There's a ton of different, you know, nutritional supplements or things like that that you can start in um, because then you don't have to create it yourself. The other part of this is, you know, if you do have some time right now and you do have a skill that could be either a digital course or a coaching or consulting type program, then um, then you create that and then sell it. And for courses and coaching, doing something like Facebook and Instagram, just organic growth. Mm -hmm. uh, like I said, those businesses that built six figures in a year um, did that on Instagram for coaching. So um, 
you don't need to have a ton of money or fancy things set up to mm. build your business. You just have to start. You just have to take that step. And then, like I said, the, your biggest barrier is going to be up here. And, you know, we're most limited by our own minds. Um, Asad says, how to stay confident during a presentation. I think, again, it's, it's so much your mindset and your choice. Confidence is a choice. And so many times in life, we don't realize the power that we have. Um, I shared a little bit of my story and what happened with my husband and I in ministry was um, after five years of being in one city, we had a review and the regional leadership told us that we were failures um, based on statistics of that, the size of the church and things like that. And um, that was sort of the pivotal moment that ended up leading me to entrepreneurship. Um, after they told that to us, they demoted us, they transferred us, we moved cities, um, and it just went from bad to worse after that. And so, um, but the key that you can get out of that, I mean, that obviously shook my confidence, right? It's it's not great to have someone tell you that you're a failure after um, putting your blood, sweat, and tears into something for five years. And we were very well loved um, by our community and our staff and all of that. But um, the key that I learned during that time was everything happens for me, not to me. And what happens when you believe and you take that mindset shift is that you're no longer a victim and you can be confident. You can have that power. You know, if, if we're a victim, then we're, we're giving away our power to somebody else. And so you take your power back and you decide that everything is for you. And so if you, if you apply that to right now in coronavirus, then you look at it as, Oh, not woe is me. I lost my job or woe is me. I mean, I've, I've lost income too. I will be very, um, clear about that like it has affected my business because yep. people kind of freaked out and got scared but instead looking at it like okay how can this be for me how can I take advantage of this opportunity of being home of you know the economy being kind of in limbo right now how can you make this situation be for you and not to you and that that takes your power back that gives you confidence um and so, every day every hour every minute you just keep uh it's it's the story that we tell up here so it's also yeah so it's about mindset so not to loo mm -hmm. lose focus and not to lo lo lose hope uh, and yes we were talking about home office and today my yep. son is also so we have another question can you answer this one like so how to study in this lockdown because we are not coming out of our apartments so we are bored also from study how to refresh our mind to prepare for study good question um there's a couple of things that i do i get it um we are really only leaving the house sometimes to go for walks trying to get out to get some fresh air um but some things that I do, you can watch um, YouTube videos on personal development. You can listen to podcasts. There's a ton of great podcasts. Uh, one of my favorites um, is James Wedmore's Mind Your Business. It is, it is a business podcast for entrepreneurs, but it is all about mindset. And even if you're not an entrepreneur yet, it's a killer podcast. I love it. And I highly recommend listening to James. Um, get up and move your body. You know, whether that's, I mean, that 
totally a personal preference. Um, there's tons of videos online that you can watch. I dance because it gets me moving and I have a four-year-old and she likes dancing too. So we have dance parties. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. And so really, I think it's just, it's giving your brain that break. Cause yeah, like you said, we get bored of just studying, but um, so figure out what works for you to kind of be a reset button um, and do yeah. it in, I would say no more than 60 or 90 minute sprints, you know, give yourself 60 or 90 minutes and then take a 20 or 30 minute break and do something else, do something active, um, you know, walk around the house. Like so there's, there's something. These are very good tips actually. It. Yeah, they are very good tips, and especially for people who want to study hard, learn something new. But uh, can you also share good tips? Because you also have a four-year-old uh, son, you told me, right? Daughter. So mm -hmm. what to do when uh, um, the kids, they are also bored in the quarantine? Yes. Um, you know, great question. So they have to stay indoors. You know, there are small apartments there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes. We're definitely feeling it. Like I said, we've got four and one of them is four. The other ones are older, uh, so it's a little different. They can read and, you know, occupy themselves in different ways. Um, our older kids are learning piano and learning guitar and, you know, trying to do some of those things. Um, for the four-year-old, I think the key is just having rotations like we have rotations of what toys are out um we have crafts she does crafts every day we paint every day it's a little bit messy but um she's really good at staying occupied i mean i'm, I'm very blessed that she has a pretty long attention span um but we still mm. go through you know i don't know at least 30 activities a day um rotating and just, you know, have crafts for them, have some like tactile, like paint, or we have slime, you can make slime, it's pretty easy. Um, Play-Doh, again, those are kind of the messier ones, so we rotate out, um, yeah, doing those, drawing, coloring. Mm -hmm. um, we've done some videos online where you like dance along as you, like mm -hmm. you watch what's going on on the screen and you dance, um, you know, YouTube, has millions of videos, right? Um, yeah. So, I mean, I'm I'm not a big person on screens for my daughter. She gets half an hour or less a day. Um, some days good. she doesn't watch at all. Um, I've always oh. been really adamant about that. That's one of the reasons why I wanted to be home with her. Um, mm -hmm. But it it definitely gets harder in quarantine. I, I will agree yeah. with that. Um, but my biggest advice is just, you know, have a ton of different activities and toys that you can rotate, um, you know, even hiding some toys in the closet for a couple of days and then bringing them out um, can help and kind of keep it fresh. Um, yeah. Giving them that time and attention, I think that shift to working from home could be really tough for people um, yeah. because your kid wants your attention. And yeah. um, if you can give some very have clear boundaries, I think, between work time. And, and that's not always the case. You know, sometimes my little one is like sitting on my lap, and I'm working on my laptop at the same time. So there isn't always a clear boundary. But make sure you're not just like always trying to do work or always on your phone. Or, you know, I'm very adamant and intentional about not having my phone with me all the time about leaving it in the other room so that when I'm playing with her, I'm playing with her. And she gets that quality time because your kids, yeah, they're going to get antsy, especially now and and wanting your attention. So just being intentional about 
taking that time just for them and then saying, okay, now it's mommy's time. I need a little bit of time to do this and then I will play with you again. I think, you know, obviously she's four now, so she gets that a little bit more. It's a little bit harder maybe with one and two year olds that you can't Mm. have a conversation with, Um, Mm. but do the best you can. And then if your spouse is home, tag team, you know, have one person (laughs) entertain for an hour while you work and then switch. So this is, these are very nice tips. Uh, Another relevant question. So you mentioned that you have four kids. Still, you managed to to change from your regular job towards entrepreneurship. So Khawar Shahzad uh, is also from Germany and asking that. uh, You mentioned about having a family. How do you maintain work and home life balance? From what I have heard, being an entrepreneur can mess up this balance. Yeah, it can. But again, it's a choice and it's your mindset. You know, if you believe that that's what entrepreneurship will do, then that is what your experience will be. But if you believe that you can still create balance as an entrepreneur by having boundaries, by setting work times, as I mentioned, um, you know, when I first started out, especially my work time was 7.30 to 10.30 p.m. when my daughter went to bed. And so um, it it won't necessarily always be that way as your kids grow and they're different ages. They'll eventually go back to school. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they'll be at school and you can do your business just while they're at school. Again, it's it's setting time. You, you create your boundaries. You set those. And a lot of entrepreneurs, we talk about it a lot and say, you know, say, for example, you have grade school kids and, you know, we'll look to the future when they And you can um, say, okay, from the hours of 3.30 to 8.30, I'm with my kid. You know, they get home from school. We make dinner. We have a family dinner together every night. And then we do evening routine. They go to bed. And then I can check, you know, if there's an hour worth of work or something you still need to do. Um, Or I know another entrepreneur. She's actually a productivity coach and specializes in helping entrepreneurs with this balance. talks about only working two nights a week and Mm -hmm. having it scheduled out. So it's, again, it, it, it all goes back to choice. It goes back to your mindset. If you think it's going to mess you up, then it will. But if you go into it with power and confidence and knowing like I decide that's the, the, the beauty of entrepreneurship is that you don't have a boss telling you when you have to be at work. I mean, that can also be a downside, but um, Mm -hmm. you are your own boss and you make those boundaries and those decisions and then you just have to have self-integrity yeah. and stick to it and and that can be hard i i won't um you know lessen the challenge that it can be especially in quarantine i think it's messed things up in a sense mm. of you know all of our schedules are different now it's weird for me to have everybody home and try to get stuff done when i'm used to just being home with my four-year-old yeah. getting stuff done because we had a really good routine and and she was going to preschool a couple mornings a week so i could get i could be laser focused mm-hmm. while she was at preschool but um yeah you just be intentional and you create your schedule that's the beauty of it yeah so that's interesting so uh, so for the viewers uh, don was telling that First of all, you need to be motivated to become an entrepreneur. And then you have to find ways with your kids how to manage that. The beauty of entrepreneurship is that you are your own boss and you set up the routine yourself. But let's move one step 
before that and also for the people without kids okay so get this motivation to start and then uh, not to get distracted from you know after because the results of entrepreneurship or starting your own business some people also say that okay many businesses will fail and other will say okay 9 to 5 job is okay you'd go to the office you come home you can sleep you can watch movies but in entrepreneurship in the especially the first year really really effort and you you're starting to get the return a bit later and maybe watching a movie is easier so how will you motivate especially the young people who are alone at home and and instead uh, for doing some online course instead they want to watch a movie maybe so how will you motivate them that's such a good question um i would say first is having a big why why is it that you want to have a business why is it that you want to build wealth i mean entrepreneurship there is no income cap there's you know the possibility of having six and seven figures a year income um to be able to you know have a legacy for your kids and be able to travel be able to do make the choices with your money that you want to make um, there's a lot of different reasons for entrepreneurship. So number one is figuring out what's your reason, what's your why. You have to have a big why or else you will give up. Because entrepreneurship, I will be completely honest, it's way harder than just showing up for a nine to five. Um, you know, I, um, when my husband and I were pastors, we, our house was provided for us. Our house was fully furnished, like down to cutlery and towels, sheets for the beds, mm -hmm. everything was provided. Our utilities were paid for, our phones were paid for, our internet was paid for, we had two cars to drive, like everything was given for us with that job. Now, um, the freedom was not there. And mm -hmm. entrepreneurship, that's what we always talk about, right, is that freedom, flexibility for your schedule, freedom to be your own boss, you know, all those things. But um, you leave security behind in that sense. And that's what we did. And we left everything we, behind. We even left 25 years of retirement that was denied us um, because of a change in policy. So, mm -hmm. you know, we gave up everything to be able to have a business that allowed our family to have that freedom, um, allowed us to build wealth and build a legacy. And those were the reasons that kept me going. You know, yes. the, yeah. it's going to be hard. I will say it, that. It it's is hard. hard. You're going to want to quit a thousand times. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so people have to can think about it as difference between average controlled life when you're working in the job versus an independent life. But of course, for that, you have to give some sacrifice in the beginning. Hard work, hard work and motivation should be there. So another question, a uh, very interesting question uh, we have. Um, uh, it's not about uh, entrepreneurship. It's about mindset because you're expert on that also, right? And this new situation in quarantine. And then uh, Parman is asking that uh, these days, many people, routines have changed. For example, many people are now home all day with each other. They are not used to it. Similarly, they're not used to the kids all, uh, all the time. And they're also maybe husbands and wives are not used to stay whole day with each other and they are maybe fighting. So what do you think about that? Uh, very good question. Um, it is a huge change for people. Um, I think you nailed it with having everybody home all the time and kind of being in each other's space and that routine. And first of all, I would say communication is going to be key. Um, communicating with each other, with your 
husband or wife what you need on a daily basis, communicating, you know, if, if you're the man and you're going to work every day and you don't really know what the structure and routine that your wife does with the kids, then ask, you know, ask, um, you know, what does this day look like for you? Or just be an observer um, throughout the day and, and see how it plays out. Um, communicate with your wife, um, you know, what, what you need in order to get your work done. You know, maybe, maybe it's caused more stress because you still have um, high expectations at work that need to get done, but the kids are interfering. So, um, you know, when we assume what the other person needs or what the other person's thinking or assume that they're angry because we're in our space, like we just cause more and more problems. I think mm -hmm. um, you can look at it two ways. You can look at it as an opportunity, like a gift of time. You get to be with your wife more. You get to be with your children more. This is a gift of time um, to have that as a family. So you can choose to take advantage of it, choose to have fun with it, try to, mm. um, do special things, even though we're all on quarantine, try to still, you know, my husband and I, we, we try to laugh a lot. Um, this weekend, we, um, I don't know if you've heard of them. We, there are these puzzles that there's two puzzles, but they come all, all the pieces are mixed in one box mm -hmm. and you have no picture of the puzzles. So you're blindly putting together two puzzles okay. and there's a storybook and then you solve them. It's always a murder mystery and you have to solve it based on once you put the puzzles together. So that's not something we would necessarily normally do. Um, but it's been super fun as a family this weekend to be working on the puzzles. So think of ideas of ways to just come together, whether it's mealtime or a game. Mm -hmm. um, we're big gamers. Uh, our family, we have uh, literally hundreds of board games because my husband loves them. So um, we do have that privilege, I guess, of already having those games in our house to be able to play. Um, and then again, I think having those boundaries of this is family time and this is work time so that you still feel like you're getting fulfilled. And I think a lot of the times, you know, we're angry or upset and we don't even necessarily like we're not communicating what we need. We're not asking mm -hmm. what the other person needs yes. yeah. in order to know. Like, so there's there's a ton you can do. And, and again, it starts with mindset of like, how can I serve? How can I be loving? How can I make this work? How can this situation be for me and not mm -hmm. to me as a victim? Yeah, so that's these are really good tips. So once we finalize, we can say, have a routine, uh, then we want to go again back to business. For example, uh, we're talking about entrepreneurship again. So what are the key skills in a personality in a, of an entrepreneur or what he must have to become an entrepreneur? Oh, I like that question. Uh, and um, if he's missing that, uh, is it possible to become an entrepreneur? Uh, can you uh, develop that skill? Mm -hmm. So great question. You know, I mentioned that I accidentally became an entrepreneur. Like I didn't set out um, really. It actually, I was selling things online and like eight months later, I was like, oh, I guess this means I'm an entrepreneur. Like it was sort of an act after the fact realization for me. And I often wondered, I was almost haunted by that question of like, can I really do this? Like, am I good enough to be an entrepreneur? Can I hack it as an entrepreneur? am I built for this? Because entrepreneurship is, um, it's different. 
it's different being your own boss. It's different not having the security. Um, and it's not for everyone because it is hard work. So I think the biggest thing to me is uh, two things. Your why, having a big why and being committed to that. And then being committed to personal growth. There is nothing else in this world that will make you grow faster and grow more than entrepreneurship and building your business because your business growth is dependent upon your personal growth mm -hmm. and it's beautiful and it's amazing. And I've become a completely different person than I was two years ago, but in my opinion, like such a better person because I've done the hard work I've, you know, made the mindset shifts. I was at the time when I bought that online course, I was depressed. I was having anxiety attacks. My husband thought I was suicidal and was concerned for my life. Um, mm. It was a very dark time and I have grown so much. I have more joy than I've ever had in my whole life now That's good. Um, because of personal development, because of learning to take that power back, because of learning to grow myself. So I think um, becoming an entrepreneur, anyone can do it but it's hard. So there are only going to be a few that last, you know, the statistics say, I think 80% of businesses fail and that's not meant to be depressing. Um, I think for me, it was encouraging. I was like, well, I'm not going to be that, like, I'm going to be in the 20%. I'm going to be that part that doesn't give up. And it took a long time, like years <laughs> before I really started seeing, I made money, but I hadn't, like broken even yet for a couple of years. Mm. Um, but I never gave up. I even tried, you know, like four different businesses. Um, in your case, uh, was there also support from your husband, maybe, for example, if your entrepreneurship fails, for example, you know, some people, especially who are, who are, so now we have also a question. So the thing is, there are some people who, who want to start part-time, you know, uh, mm -hmm. And then because they don't want to leave the job because maybe the other spouse is not earning yet, they have some saving they want to invest. And you also started online selling. So we have a question. Let's see this. So Sahar is asking again that if someone has a full-time job earning decent salary and want to start small business, but not really sure where to start, they're asking for some ideas. And let's say if someone starts from selling other products on Amazon, uh, do you know where one can learn the knowledge to start business on Amazon from zero experience? Yeah, so there's a lot of courses that do that. Um, it is a challenge to know, like, what are the good ones? I wouldn't recommend, you know, the $10 courses on Udemy um, because you get what you pay for. <laughs> so mm -hmm. um, generally speaking, you're going to pay more. You're going to pay a couple thousand dollars for a course, like three to five thousand dollars for either a course or a one on one coach, which it took me a long time to make the investment in a one-on-one -on -one coach, but it's probably the best investment I made because it was an investment in me really. Mm -hmm. And it, it forced me, it was scary because it was so much money and it forced me to step up and, you know, be the person that could make the money to pay for a coach like that. So, so I have a small question. Um, so mm -hmm. How much, how much, uh, when was it? So how many years ago you started entrepreneurship because there's also things and uh, things change also with time. Like, uh, yeah, so I previously started... courses were very expensive. Nowadays they are getting a bit cheaper. There are uh, groups of people are coming together, and uh, you know maybe you can. 
Yeah. Um, I started in August of 2017. Yeah. So it'll be three years coming up. Um, and yeah, I mean, the first course I bought was 99 dollars us but um and then the, of course there were upsells um amazon in particular i know there's one called the amazing selling machine asm um and a couple years ago they were selling it for five thousand um but their results were bonkers <laughs> like really good results from people taking the course so you want to look at social proof you want to look at people who have done the course um and like what proof they provide of success um, is really important. And yeah, you're probably gonna make a scary investment um, that might feel uncomfortable, but that's where the, we always say that the transformation comes with the transaction. Mm -hmm. So when <laughs> you spend the money, when you invest in yourself, especially if you go for like a one-on-one -on -one coach, find someone, if it's Amazon that you wanna do, find someone who has the result that you want. Find someone who's making six figures a month selling on Amazon and then learn from them. Um, and and be willing to invest because, you know, say you invest um, $5,000 in a course, but then, you know, within three months you're making $10,000 a month from what you learned in that course, was it worth it? Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, so um, <clears throat> that's what you have. You have to look at it as a long game and being willing to make the scary investments um, and trusting yourself. That's what it comes down to when you have fear. Um, it really comes down to believing in yourself. So uh, thank you very much. Uh, we will also ask uh, the uh, the viewers to share their comments, experiences. Um, you can ask questions also, but you can also share your experiences if some entrepreneur is out there doing our show. Uh, so in the meanwhile, I will ask Don um, um, to tell us also about something about copywriting, your experience there. What is what are your specialities there and Yes, yeah, so I'm a copywriter first and foremost. I love writing. Um, I believe that it's our words that sell. I mean, think about the things that you purchase um, on a regular basis or have purchased in the past. We don't purchase without knowing about something and the way that you learn about it is by either reading or hearing words. So it's really the words that we use that sell. It's words that we use that move people, that influence people, that impact people. And that's uh, my mission. So I love using words to be able to do that, to communicate. And people, you know, have problems that they want solved. They just, you know, depending on where they're at in their life, they may not know what the solution is. Mm -hmm. They may not believe in themselves that they can solve that problem or that you can help them solve that problem. So when we use copywriting or um, use that term, it really is just simply the right words at the right time to the right person um, and being able to communicate that. And I think it's I'm fascinated by it. Copywriting. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could go like way down the rabbit hole of talking about the psychology behind it, the mindset of it. Um, of course, there's techniques to it and all of that. But on a surface level, um, it's really just being able to serve your people because they understand your message, you're clear, mm -hmm. you're compelling, and they want 
what you have. Yes. Thank you. Thank you very much. So now we are moving towards the last part of our show. And uh, I want you to uh, um, talk about this time again, this time in quarantine and the preparation for the future. Uh, because normally people don't get that much break. So we have a break. We are at home. We can utilize it in a good way. And uh, the statistics show that the economy of the world is also uh, not that good since this happened. So there might be more competition even. And many of the people have already applied for our jobless in US, for example, in other countries. And uh, once they start looking for the jobs again, so how can one be different from the others and uh, stand uh, up from the crowd? So this will be the last part of our show. Uh, we want to motivate the people here. Yeah, so I, I feel like a broken record at times, but I would say it all goes down to your mindset. If you set out thinking that it's really competitive and you're not going to get a job or, you know, in, in America right now, 10 million people have lost their jobs. Um, we're at a 20% unemployment. So one in five adults don't have a job right now. But you know, we choose what we focus on. So you can focus on that 20% or you can focus on the 80% that still have jobs. Um, when you get into entrepreneurship, you end up being in a lot of entrepreneur communities because it, on one hand, it's lonely. So, you know, I'm in Facebook groups and I'm in group coaching programs. And what we're talking about is that very thing, like how it's affecting our business. But, you know, in one of my groups, a friend just shared maybe two days ago, she's launching her program and has already made $75,000 this week. So are you choosing? What is she doing? Um, actually, I don't, I don't know what exactly she's selling. If it was a course, I think it's um, like a coaching program that she does. And then another one posted, she made 16,000 selling one-on-one -on -one coaching this week. Um, and she did like, literally a small group of people. She had 11 people in sort of a masterclass, kind of like what we're doing now, 11 people and nine out of 11 of them bought. So if you choose to focus on all the negative, the news, the people that have lost their jobs, then that's all you're gonna see. And what you focus on expands, what you focus on grows, what you shed light on, just like um, if we look at the natural world and sun on flowers and weeds, you know, the ones that get the water and the sunlight, they're going to grow the most. So where yeah. is your focus? Where is your intention? Look for stories of people who are thriving. Look for businesses who are thriving. Um, you know, Amazon, which Excellent. came up already um, in the U.S., 25 cents of every dollar spent on Amazon. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's it's not that everything is going to crap or people aren't spending money at all. People are. It's just where you choose to focus and you know you can like i mentioned before you can either look at the situation and be a victim and say woe is me look what happened to me mm -hmm. or you can say okay coronavirus how is this going to be for me how is like when in a couple of years we're all going to look back on this um and are you going to look back and say like man i i made moves I started a business. I started creating a legacy for my kids. You know, how are you going to look back? What are you going to pass on to your kids or even show them and demonstrate to them right now? Your kids are watching. Are you afraid watching the news all the time? Or are your kids going to see someone who um, looked to the future, who got excited about possibility, who mm. 
decided to do something about it rather than just sit and be depressed and afraid and let life happen to them. Like now is not the time to let life happen to you. There are things we can't control. We, we can't control what's happened with COVID and with the economy. You can yep. control you. You can control your mindset. You choose. You choose if this is going to be for you. And you choose uh, what you're going to do with your life in this time. And I, I hope you choose life. I hope you choose possibility um, because the world needs you. Yeah. That's that's a wonderful message. So we have to choose positivity and look in the half glass full instead of half glass empty. And that is the purpose of this podcast, also uh, this, this live session, also because from the television we are all only getting negativity from the news. It's only negative. Uh, okay. For example, if in a country you know some one thousand people have died, that's absolutely bad news. For example, in Germany, but eighty million people are alive also. So have forgotten to make them motivated and that's the purpose of this podcast also and also this is new for me also i have never done podcasts before live sessions before and thank you for joining this and uh, once um, last two minutes if i say we have last two minutes and you want to say something and also you can share about your online any courses if you are doing or some trainings uh, which you want to um, talk about Sure. Yeah, I'd love to. Actually, I'm doing a copywriting masterclass this coming Wednesday, uh, noon Eastern U.S. time, and um, we can maybe drop that in the comments. But um, I'm going to be teaching about um, copywriting during this time, the six uh, framework that you need for all of copy and then the biggest mistakes people make specifically to the market right now and what's mm -hmm. happening. Um, but yeah, if you follow me on Instagram or Facebook, I talk a lot about entrepreneurship in general. I have a bunch of freebies I give out on building a business and what it takes to start. And I love talking about entrepreneurship. I love talking about copywriting because it literally can change your life. And um, I always say, you know, change your mindset, change your life, and the choice is yours. Yes, wonderful message. Change your mindset and change your life. And this is the takeaway from this show today that uh, change your mindset and change your life. So simple. So we have to start. Um, I hope when we end the session, some of the viewers will start thinking differently and look at this time as an opportunity opportunity to have good relationships with family at home, uh, opportunity to call uh, relatives, which you have not called since long time, opportunity to refresh your audience that you had, but you have forgotten, and opportunity to look into new skills and also entrepreneurship. Uh, thank you, Dawn, for your time. And it was a yeah, pleasure having you, you here. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for all the viewers uh, uh, who stayed with us. And uh, tomorrow we will be having uh, an entrepreneur, uh, IT outsourcing company CEO from Philippines uh, tomorrow at German time of at 4 p.m. And I hope that you all will join the show and also promote this podcast. Uh, thank you very much. And people are happy. Yeah. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye, Don. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye.